The views and opinions expressed by the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times of Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey out there in podcast land, I'm your host Rio and welcome to the Law Party Podcast episode 82, Articles of Impeachment. Uh, there have been uh, articles of impeachment filed against our current president. Uh, what uh, what are they and what do we think is going to come of this? Um, and of course, uh, all the other uh, tasty tidbits that come along with. Uh, but before we get started, let me introduce today's panel. And I have uh, Big Dave Elliott. He's the owner of CNP Construction. And I have Adrian Lewis, the um, founder of Path Division, uh, a, a nonprofit empowering our youth. Uh, uh, in Okay. I always say empowering our youth, but and and I know you've said it multiple times on the show, but I keep asking you because I keep wanting you to say it to the people in podcast land. Sure. So empowering our youth to uh, we're exposing them to soft skills training, travel opportunities, and recreational activities like skiing and snowboarding and uh, zip lining that kind of stuff. And uh, we're, we're teaching them basically how to prepare for failure. So. Um, just take, taking young adults who are transitioning from high school to college, college to the workforce, and giving them realistic skills beyond just what you learn from college. Okay. All right. So with that, um, we've we've uh, talked about semi-important things. So let's talk about important things. And uh, first thing is, well, what are we drinking uh, today? We're going back to a. Um, a podcast classic, and that is the Negroni. Um, of course, that is uh, one ounce of, uh, of uh, in this case, Rieger Gin, uh, one ounce of Campari, uh, one ounce of sweet vermouth, uh, and orange slice. Uh, you combine all those ingredients in a rock glass, over ice, stir, and of course, that orange slice to garnish. Um, Always a good cocktail, always tasty. Uh, I've actually never had one. All right, so I hope you I, enjoy. I hope I you enjoy today. We'll have to find one of them. Yeah, I say the Negroni is very tasty, very tasty. So with that, that means what are we smoking? And today we're smoking the uh, Arturo Fuente Rosado Sun Grown Magnum. Um, Kind of uh, euphemistically called in the uh, in the industry, the uh, Rosado Forty Four. Um, uh, most people think that it has something to do with the uh, 
slightly smaller ring gauge on the on the cigar, but actually, um, the 44 it comes from the amount of cigars they packed in a box. So, just a tidbit for you out there who uh, enjoy the uh, the uh, kind of uh, tidbit knowledge about cigars besides just smoking them. But uh, just to give you a brief kind of description, you've got um, you got a fair amount of complexity. Um, what they were trying to achieve with the Rosado Sungrown collection is they were trying to get a um, kind of a, a complexity, fuller flavored smoke um, in a medium-bodied cigar. Um, so something that was. Uh, between a medium body and like a full uh, Maduro, um, so you've got um, a little a little spicy cinnamon notes. You got some dried fruit, nut, maple notes. Um, like I say, it's a medium to full body. Um, they classify it as a robusto, but it's really not. It's really kind of not. It's kind of in the middle. So with that, you've got a Dominican wrapper and filler. Um, but what really sets this particular smoke off is um, the wrapper, which is uh, this sun-grown uh, Ecuadorian uh, leaf that's, uh, that's aged for, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 10 years. It's, uh, it's really a, gives, it a, gives it a really unique flavor and, uh, and, 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 and a unique uh, mouthfeel when you're when you're smoking it. Well, I don't know if all podcasts understands that in a cigar, the major flavor of the cigar is actually the wrapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of. Um, and if he's really good, he can rhyme. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was bad. I, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, uh, most of Fuente's stuff is. Uh, um, Cuban seed grown in uh, in the Dominican, um, but uh, adding this Ecuadorian wrapper really does give it uh, give it a hell of a, uh, a profile, and I enjoy them a lot. Uh, and this particular smoke uh, being um, under nine bucks, usually around eight fifty ish, um, it makes it really affordable and a good smoke to boot. So um, that is what we're smoking today. Um, which brings us to our RIPs. Um, first um, is a real RIP. Um, uh, for those out there who watched the Cosby show, um, Earl Hyman, um, he passed away in 91. He was Grandpa Huxtable. Um, and, uh, and that, of course, uh, that one, of course, touched me because I was a avid Cosby show watcher and uh and I know most he, of us were yeah 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 and I know he's been in other stuff but uh what I personally remember him from is uh being Grandpa Huxtable and uh and then this one isn't really a rest in peace but uh I gotta it, call that a SIH <laughs> which is suffer in hell you sorry bastard uh, that's kind of what this is uh, uh, Charles Manson uh, 
passed away at 83. Um, good riddance. Yeah, got got sick. Got, yeah, got nothing good to say. Mm, no. But it was definitely a notable passing. So I thought yeah. we'd mention it. Been notably in a mental hospital <laughs> long before he set up any commune. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Della Reese passed away today. Oh, I missed that one. Yes. Wow. Yes, Who was that? Della Reese. Ah. Okay, so anybody out there in podcast land, um, I, like I said, I definitely missed that one. So I hate that I missed that one. But anybody out there in podcast land, um, she's been in a ton of stuff. But um, if you watched uh, Harlem Nights, uh, Eddie Murphy's movie, Harlem Nights, where he, it was uh, Eddie. Uh, Rich Pryor and uh, uh, Red Fox. Um, Also, Della Reese and and other very uh, notable people in the black committed community. Um, She she was one of the very prominent characters in that movie and uh, and and it just it her name just brings a smile to my face because of course her favorite scene or her my favorite scenes from that movie uh, a couple of them uh, involved Della Reese. One, she's getting into a physical fight <laughs> with Eddie Murphy, and uh, and uh, and and she is whooping his ass all the way. And uh, <laughs> and he winds up having to pull his pistol out, and she goes, "What? You, what? You gonna shoot me?" And he goes, "Look, I'm gonna shoot you in the foot." And uh, she goes, "Oh, here it is. Here it is. You you bad. Shoot me." And uh, he winds up shooting her, and, uh, and he—I don't think he meant to shoot her, but he was—he thought he was going to scare her. He wound up actually shooting her in the pinky toe, <laughs> and and of course, her famous line: "You shot me in my pinky toe." <laughs> I just—that one always sticks with me. And uh, classic. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. So if you haven't uh, seen *Coming to America*, uh, *Coming to America*, another classic comedy, but not what we're talking about. If you haven't seen. Harlem Nights. Nights. (laughs) Please uh, go uh, rent that. Uh, Do yourself a favor. It's hilarious. Even even if it's just to see uh, Arsenio Hall shoot the very little. <laughs> she acted in a lot of different. Yeah, things. she was in a lot of stuff. I, she was I, on. I, a touch, I could see her face in my yeah, mind. Yeah, she was on Touched by an Angel. Yeah. Um, she was a lot of different sitcoms and little. Yeah, yeah she did a yeah, lot she, of. Yeah, yeah, she, she did, did a lot of acting and a lot of different things. She was yeah, pretty she, popular. She, she actor. De- yeah, definitely an icon, and she will she will be missed. Uh, with that, uh, we're going to move from uh, RIPs to uh, birthdays because uh, we never like to end the section on a down note. Uh, one out there for all of you um, who hate uh, who hate all the new rap uh, uh, future uh, uh, is 34 today. Um, one thing that a lot of people out there in podcast land may not know about future Um you, what you may know is he's currently a very popular rapper and he had a baby with Sierra, which is a very popular singer. But what you may not know about him is that he is second generation Dungeon family. Most people do not know that uh, Rico Wade, who is uh, one of the producers of uh, the original um, Outkast Goody Mob albums, uh, that that production crew that produced them, they're incredible. They actually did T 
TLC's Waterfalls and some, some other records. Um, he is Rico Wade's, um, like, baby cousin or something like that. And, and was a young man. Well, I shouldn't say young man. He was a kid um, when all of that classic material was being recorded. And he was there for quite a bit of it. Um, so, um, so anybody out there who hates all the new rap, chew, just chew mentally on the fact that he was in the room when all that material was being made and see if you can wrap your brain around how different he is musically than, uh, than the original Dungeon Family uh, members because this is definitely not anything like uh, what his what his his big cousins were doing in Outkast and in Goody Mob. So, uh, and then two, um, Joe Biden uh, is seventy five today. Um, so, you know, uh, I may not agree with Uncle Joe, but politically, but but I love sitting down, smoke a cigar, and have oh, a drink. I would love to sit down, smoke a cigar, and have a drink. He just seems Joe. like that type of guy you could sit in a in a bar with, or sit outside on the back porch, and, oh, absolutely. and just sit there and tell tales and shoot shit with that man. Absolutely. I definitely would like that. All right. Well, uh, with all that, we'll be right back. Hey, you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash loft party podcast you can find all of our links below and now back to our regularly scheduled program and we are back and before we get too deep let's play a quick party game so uh today's party games we got two questions uh so let me read those to uh podcast land and uh here we go uh, if you can get rid of any one thing, now this could be funny, this could be serious, this could be, but if you can get rid of any one thing, what would it be? And the second question uh, is, what would you do in life if you knew you couldn't fail? So, uh, good questions, good questions. Yeah, so we're going to start um, with question one, go all the way around, and then we'll do question two, and I will start with Big Dave. Well, I'm having a bit of a feud with one of my builders that I work very <laughs> hard for. And, you know, it's kind of like um, every once in a while you got to set them free and see if they appreciate you or not. And that man keeps fucking with me. I'm gonna set his ass free. <laughs> so, that's the one thing I can do without right now. Okay. That pain in the ass. All right. Yeah. You can get rid of that one pain in the ass. <laughs> so you would set him free. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mr. Lou? Uh, what would I get rid of, man? Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll, I'll stay soft and. Uh, Probably just stick with something basic. Uh, I'm not a big sushi guy, and I'm, I guess I don't want to take that love away from others that do love it. So let me hush on that. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, racism. You know, it's been a big di divider of the nation here this year. 
uh, well, over the past few years. And um, if there was a way to get rid of it, uh, which I don't think there is at this point, it'll always be here in some way, shape, or form. But if there was a way to get rid of it, uh, I, I can definitely see us being able to collab on, uh, with all our cultures in a, in a more positive way than we have been lately. I do agree with you. <clears throat> if, yeah. Um, if I can get rid of one thing, I tr I actually try actively not to answer these questions in my own mind before I get to the table because I I, I like kind of being in the moment with everybody else. Stay hey, fresh. Um, but you know, one thing I can get, I tell you what, uh, if there's one thing I can get rid of, is um, is just the feeling of you know just physically being tired. Um, uh, and the reason is that you know I've got so many things that I would like to accomplish. You know if if I you know if if you didn't go to a job and put in the put in the time and then you know, all the other things that go along with your day and you weren't as tired. Uh, or if you did do all that stuff and you still weren't as tired, you could get more accomplished. And uh, and so there's often, uh, there are often days that I wish I'd, uh, that I weren't as, as tired as I am at the, end of the, at the end of the day or at the end of the week so that I can do some more. Uh, so that brings us to if you could do one thing in your life and you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? I'll surprise you. Because I worked in the oil field as a young man for many years. I have oil stock. Uh, yeah. But what I would do is that I would come up with an alternative fuel that was real and that would power all the things we need powered be it nanotechnology or anything like that, mm -hmm. to where we could take the fossil fuels <clears throat> and just use them where we need them. Okay. That are, you know, we have so many other products that are made with fossil fuels. Right, right. Okay. Which would make fossil fuels last even that much longer. Okay. We have a cleaner world to live in. Okay. If you didn't think I'd say uh, it. I, actually, I did not. There you go. I, did, I didn't know what you were going to say, but that was it. I didn't know what you were going to say, but I didn't think that was it, though. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Adrian? Um, I would, you know, I, I've had a fascination with wanting to be a musician on the lines of like Lenny Kravitz or Prince. So, and I, that's just a talent I just don't have. And to see those guys up there just wooing audience, thousands of people with guitars and just their talent, that, that's just always something that's been real cool. So if I, could, if I could actually be like a Lenny Kravitz type or a Prince type musician, all day. Well, I, you know, Adrian kind of looks like Lenny Kravitz without any hair. <laughs> <laughs> They, they were just never cool. thought about it. You know, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. You know, Lenny Kravitz shaved his head off, you know, he kind of looked like Adrian. That was just real, too real cool. I want to yeah, see you yeah, rocking. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What's cool about it is I want to see you rocking out like that. Lenny Kravitz could rock it out, baby. You can't. You really can't. Yeah, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to some Lenny Kravitz 
about a week ago, and uh, and uh, I was just thinking to myself, uh, like I was just like, people forget how good this dude was. Solid, <laughs> this Solid. dude was good. Uh, like and I was listening to another like who's that chick he had drumming for him too? Oh, uh, she was oh, smoking. I can never. I, can never I mean, she was smoking. I can, I, never, I, I can never remember her name. She was a hell of a drummer. I was a hell of a drummer, and, and, and when the video came on, I didn't watch Lenny. I was checking her out the whole time because she was a beautiful woman. Yeah, I would definitely be in a younger day would have liked to have a little fun with that. <laughs> of course, I'd be accused of sexual assault nowadays. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's great. Um, if uh, anything that I knew that I couldn't fail, um, I don't know. Um, honestly, probably just way more practically. Um, and and I and I don't like think I could fail at it now, but just uh. Just getting, just getting into good shape, like that's and that's just one of those, which is actually another one of those things that I wish that I wasn't as tired because I would go, I would spend some of the time in the gym, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and just getting a better shape. You know, I uh, I always admire, you know, I always admire men and women for that matter, who. Uh, who have the uh, fortitude to, you know, go to the gym regularly and and really, you know, have themselves in excellent physical condition because, um, honestly, if you don't have health, you don't have much. So you just need to start swimming because then when you get in really good shape and you think you look good enough, you can wear a speedo. It is. He is about to speedo life. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Had day, man. I got no pride. That's yeah, all right. That's all right. It is. Oh, bad at the. I always got that in my ace in my pocket, hey, man. It's fun to throw out because hey. ain't nobody know how to deal with that. Hey, throw that speed. That's a visual I don't need. Right the visual is, is, is blinding. Why do you think I only got one eye? I had to look at myself. Uh, and with that, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. C&P Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers. 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 